I'm Jalen. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Declassified Survival Guide, the podcast where we recap some of your favorite childhood episodes while giving you tips for surviving the world as an adult. This week, we're covering sick days and spelling bees. Hey, Tommy, how you doing? I'm good. I felt at home in this episode. And maybe it's because we've been living in a mass world for the last year. But watching this episode, Sick Day, uh, I felt like we were right there in it. You know, Cookie had his mask on. He did. He had his little face shield. Cookie was before the times. I know. I'm starting to think maybe Ned's predicted this. And we should have just listened to Ned's from the beginning. That's it, right? Because they had the face shield. They had the mask. They had, uh, he had gloves on at one point. Yeah, he was spraying people with, I think, was he using like Febreze or something? I don't think that's going to help. Yeah, I don't know about that part. But they, they had the PPE on deck. Yeah, it just, what? how much could have been prevented if everyone just watched Ned's? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we, we watched it and we weren't even fully prepared. We needed to call back upon our childhood. Yeah, there was a lot of good handling, like we said, with the masks and stuff. And then there's like, right in this intro, we see triple children in these beds in the nurse's office. Yeah, all over that bed and then on the floor and i'm like this just doesn't seem health healthy or safe i wonder if the nurse was like well they're already sick what's the worst that can happen if we pile them up yeah like just like sardines just put them in there and uh see what happens just pack them in (laughs) did you have a lot of sick days i know you didn't have a nurse no, didn't have a nurse. Also didn't have a lot of sick days. Like I wasn't really sick during school. I would get sick in the summer pretty regularly. Like I'm usually sick around my birthday, but I didn't really get sick. There wasn't a lot of times I was really sick. <laughs> <laughs> there were tons of times I pretended to be sick, <laughs> but actually being sick, the one that like really goes in my head is uh, getting like the chicken pox. And, like, all my brothers got it at the same time. No, you got chicken pox? I got chicken pox, and then I also got this other thing called hand, foot, mouth. Yeah. 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 So our whole football team got it because we were all sharing water bottles. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) The school only provided us, like, like, six water bottles for the whole team. So they implemented a new rule that you had to squeeze it into your mouth from above. Wait. So the solution wasn't more water bottles. It was just squeeze it into your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like no direct mouth to a water bottle contact. So y'all had a greenhouse, but six water bottles? I don't know what they were doing with the budget. Priority. There was only fucking 60 of y'all. Like how much would water bottles? You could have provided every student with their own water bottle, but okay. And that's the thing. Think about it. If the entire football team got it, and and possibly there's significant others for some of them, mm-hmm. that's like the entire school. I don't know why we even <laughs> had school at that point. Y'all had a whole little mini pandemic at the school. Yeah, I should have known then. <laughs> Where was the level of preparedness, Tommy? Uh, this is on me, guys. I'll take this. This one. This one was on me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, never had chicken pox, never had hand, foot, and mouth disease, uh, never broke a bone or like had the flu. Wow, what your your antibodies, those they're working on overtime, I guess. So yeah, I also was a part of an experiment as a baby. I got some experimental shots. I don't I don't fully know what they were, obviously, because I was a baby. But I was like, Mom, I was supposed to get these shots going into seventh grade. She said, now nah, you good. I said, how? And she was like, you were part of a, a research study when you were a baby. You volunteered your firstborn child as a part of a research study on experimental shots. Okay. Are you a superhero? Maybe. Am I a super soldier? No one knows. <laughs> Probably better than John, John Walker. Oh, God. Fuck that guy. Oh, the worst. Yeah, that's so. This is so fascinating. This is groundbreaking news to me. I didn't know you were a super soldier baby. Yeah, you know, I was just out here. I wasn't fighting crime, but apparently fighting germs. Yeah, maybe you could have been the the savior. You know, like in the the video games where it's like the zombies, they can use your blood to to make a cure. Yes, I've got the antibodies. They're going to to draw my blood and do research to save the world. 
that's the tip that's the end we're done with the podcast i was gonna say you know who probably really needed your antibodies was this school because this school had a mini pandemic yeah again like what were we doing teachers where were the adults in this scenario as all these kids are getting grossly sick hiding in their offices like gordy trying to duct tape it shut like (laughs) i mean can you blame him though no honestly i'm like if it's this bad all these kids should just be sent home they shouldn't even be in school anymore even the ones that are like healthy they're going to be sick at some point exactly yeah and that's kind of what we open up to we we find out it's flu season and everyone's pretty sick there's two types there's the the really sick kids and then the kids that aren't sick who are just trying to fake it and that's Mo's because she is very nervous to uh, give a speech in class couldn't be me never me so were you a, a public speaker did you enjoy that in school oh yeah well uh i hated it i used to be a really shy kid up until like seventh eighth grade but then once i was like oh i'm good at this give me a speech a poem a recitation any day of the week yeah i like public speaking i just wish i didn't say as many ums or like there's things I wish I could mm-hmm. fix on my public speaking. I had a teacher in college, it was a public speaking class, and he would take off like parts of your letter grade if you for how many ums you said. I think you got like four ums and then after that it was like a half letter grade each time. Oh my god. Yeah. That's a lot. See I being an unkind person we've had this conversation on the show before i i did not always used to be a nice person so i went to i think it was an info session for my sorority which after i said this oh no how they still wanted me to be a member but uh my soror who was presenting raven shout out to raven i fucking love her she said um a lot and so then i started counting them and then at the end, I was like, are you aware that she said, um, 117 times? I counted. No. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry, Raven. I will say, though, middle school Jalen, I have found, had, had some fans. You you have some fans that support uh, your stories. In the, in the <laughs> she was just not a kind queen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, middle school Jalen. But look at you now, and uh, you have your super antibodies. Yep. I'm not that mean anymore, and I'm a good public speaker. And I also don't count people's ums usually. At least you don't say it out loud if you do count their ums. I may or may not have left it in a, a feedback survey a couple months ago. I didn't count them specifically. I didn't count them... It was just very distracting because they said um every time they took a breath. Oh, uh, let me go check my uh, email to see if I got this <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Don't worry, Tommy. I got you. I got you. We can edit yours out in post. <laughs> yeah, no one will know. <laughs> but someone that probably shouldn't have shown up to school today was Cookie because Cookie looked rough. He was, he has seen better days. I mean, we've talked about him being just an overall moist boy. Like he's always sweating or drooling, but this was Cookie in rough shape. Yeah, like I would almost say it's like maybe the best version of Cookie because he's not so wacky, but he still does some like really gross things. Like this episode and even the next part, I'm like, man, this is, don't eat lunch while watching this episode. Yeah, I had a light snack, but I was like, ooh, some of this is not great. Like when he sneezed and it landed on his face shield. Yep, that one and, and Moe's taking everyone's things and using them after they are sick of uh, using them. Uh, yeah. I was so upset with her decision to do half of the things that she did. Yeah, because Moe's, so Moe's now believes because Ned tells her, you know, nurse uh honeysuckle i think that's her name right hunsucker like hunsucker oh nurse hunsucker is taking everyone's temperatures and she's only going to believe real symptoms so mose you, you gotta find these symptoms so her strategy is now to go around the school taking everyone's sick things and rubbing them around her body using people's chapstick it's just it's not it 
And like, that's the one where I absolutely draw the line. I am a big chapstick connoisseur. I have many a lip balm. I don't share. If you put your mouth on my lip balm, keep it. It's yours now. I'm not putting that back on my face. Yeah, I'm not a chapstick person. I, this might be a hot take. I believe chapstick is one of those things that it causes it to happen more frequently because they want you to keep buying it. So it's like. For some of them, yes. Chapstick definitely is one that has like irritants that will dry out your lips and just make you put it on more. Yeah, because I've never used it. And I think I've had dry lips once and that was in Buffalo with like really bad winters. I will say you do have a like juicy, moisturized looking lip. Like it's a nice lip. I would never know that it is an unlubricated pair of lips. No chapstick. No chapstick here. That's my superpower. Maybe I got experimental <laughs> shots as well. That <laughs> just gave me juicy lips. <laughs> they called you juicy lip tea as a baby. <laughs> That's it. We've solved it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't be using anyone's chapstick. Moe's not your best look. No. Yeah, and we see Cookie, he wants to stay in the school. He doesn't want to miss any school because he has perfect attendance. I have perfect attendance. I think one year. It wasn't like a, all my life I had perfect attendance. <laughs> I don't know that we like tracked attendance like that. Like, I feel pretty confident that I had perfect attendance at some point because I just didn't miss a lot of school. But I also think you got it for showing up, even if you went home sick. I believe you still counted as attended. Mm, yeah, so that seems like a cheat. Yeah, I think you had to make it through half the day. I think if you made it through half, they count it. It's like a work day. Sometimes you have those bosses where it's like you go home halfway and they're like, yeah, just put the full day down. Get paid. Oh, see, I. I've never had an hourly job now that I think about it. Well, sometimes they'll do that. Sometimes your bosses will nope. be like, hey, listen, take the next two hours off. Just put down you worked eight hours. And I'm like, okay. Oh, that's nice of them. Yeah. And I feel like that's, if I was sick, someone would probably do that. Be like, some, you know, then they probably have you use your sick days too, though. Yeah, cut, cut you a little slack. What I don't understand, and I don't think I understood this as an adult, I accumulate so much fucking sick time. Like, I don't know how often the university thinks that I will be sick as an adult, but they're like, here's two months worth of sick time. And I'm like, what What do you imagine is going to happen to me? I was shot up with super serum as a baby, so I'm good. Maybe you should have wrote that in your cover letter to get the job, and then they would have known. <laughs> you don't need to give me this sick time. Just give me money instead for the equivalent yeah. of sick days. I'm, I'm good on the sick days, but thank you. Do you think you could take a whole year? Can we get enough mounted up that you can take a whole year off of work for a sick year? <laughs> I'm just very, very ill. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of your bullshit. That's what I'm sick of. <laughs> I won't be back till we find a cure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this will work out perfectly for you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Next job, I'm doing it, zombie save that year and then that while then you could write a book maybe it'll become a screenplay and a movie Ooh. about the, the sick year t i like your vision i like your thinking tommy you're going big and then we can monetize we can then bring it into neds somehow in the pot or in the book you'll just like write a line about like listening to the neds declassified podcast and then people will yeah jump in again we're hitting you with the real tips in this episode tip one Super Soldier Serum, make by make an antidote from my antibodies. Tip two, accumulate a sick year. Take yep. the year off, write a book, write a screenplay, getting all the nuggets. They really Is should it? pay us at this point. They should. So we, we've got Cookie over here who's sick but don't want to be. Moe's who's not sick but wants to be. And then Ned, who is desperately trying to avoid getting sick. Yeah, Ned is very excited to stay in school because Mr. Monroe announces that Matt Hoffman, uh, he's a biker. He's a professional BMXer. Yeah, I had to Google him. I was not sure if he was a real person. I did too. I was not a BMX. <laughs> As you can probably assume, I, I was not big on the BMX. I knew it was a thing. 
The only he, person I can name is TJ Lavin, and uh... can't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I remember there was a decom movie about about uh, racers. There was a girl who wanted to be a. Uh, that was motocross. Oh, motocross! Is that different than BMX? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were wow. doing like dirt bikes. Guys, I knew that. None of you, <laughs> you, you bike heads out there, don't you come in my DMs, coming from my knowledge about bike racing. Listen, but motocross, a look, an adventure, a storyline. Yeah, I don't think I would be good at it. No, 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 no. I can barely ride a regular bike as it is. I don't know if I still can. I, I know that I totally can. Like, I can 100% ride a bike, which is the fact, but it has been called into question by bike shop owners in the past. <laughs> Did you tell them about the super soldier serum? Be like, don't worry, I can ride this bike. Well, I like bought a bike off of someone in college and like I was struggling to ride it. Like I was like struggling to be on it. And I was like, ah, I think the problem is like the seat and the handlebars are too high because I'm a short girl. So I like went to get it um, like put down and it still was a bit of a struggle. And they're like, oh, mm okay, well, we'll adjust it and, like, let me see you ride it. So they have me in broad freaking daylight in front of a Starbucks on, a, like, a college campus Starbucks. She's, like, right around in circles. No. And so I'm, like, on this bike struggling to, like, pedal and steer and this, like, older woman is shouting at me. <laughs> Straighten out your arms! Keep pedaling! Are you sure you know how to ride a bike? I'm dead. This is so funny. <laughs> and I'm like almost crashing into palm trees. People are like sipping their lattes and staring at me. It was just too big of a frame, turns out. I just needed like so then she wheels out this like child-sized bike, like a bike for a 10-year-old. And is like, try this. And then all of a sudden I'm zip zip zooming. So uh no BMX for me. Yeah. But you know. At least we got the resolution that you can ride a bike, and this this owner yeah. uh, was was wrong. But Matt can definitely ride a bike. He starts doing these tricks in this dream sequence that Ned has. The stunt acting is so good. Ned was just so <laughs> phenomenal, <good at> phenomenal. <laughs> For those that didn't watch, it's literally a dummy that they like attach to Matt's shoulders as he rides his bike throughout the halls. And it's not even like a particularly good dummy. Like you know immediately that it's a dummy because the legs are just like a pair of pants flapping in the breeze with some shoes attached. And then they had Ned do what looks like, you know, spin in circles with the camera close up on him. I think that's the move though. If I am have if I have a TV show. And maybe my budget isn't great. I'm spending a lot of money on cookies, wardrobes. I would go all in on making it look bad. Because then it's like, if you try to make it look good, it's going to look bad anyways. Just 100%. It's like when you're taking a photo and you're worried if you're going to look good. I always say, this is my tip. Just go 100% bad. That way you like... They're laughing, but it's because you wanted them to laugh at it. Not because you tried really hard and then they laughed anyways. I don't know if that's my tip, but I support you and your decision. I, I did that for, I was an RA uh, in college and we had RA training and they took all these photos and my RD at the end was going to like hang them around the office and every single one I made a, a weird face. And I guess the talk around the campus was that I don't know how to smile. Little did they all know <laughs> I was just doing it on purpose the whole time. <laughs> But it was like, yeah, don't mention how bad Tommy smiles. Like he can't oh, no. smile. And I'm like, I can, guys. Juicy lip tea can't smile. It's the juicy lips that get in the way. Yep. They block the teeth. Uh, but yes, we see the dummy. We see Ned do these tricks. So Ned cannot miss school. He needs to get to the last period so that he can ride with Matt. Again, in this unsafe, unsupervised format that is so frequent for this middle school. Yeah. And this is where, this leads us to where I have issues with Cookie's uh, safety when it comes to spreading his germs. He's, he has the mask, right? 
he sneezes into his hand underneath the mask and then goes to high five Ned. But I think this episode, I wish we had watched it like at the start of the pandemic. It's a great example of why just the face shield alone doesn't cut it. You start sneezing, you get your hand under there. Like it is not a contained environment for your germs. Yeah, I really think that they should have all all of the world should have just sent this episode of Neds to every individual and just said, watch this, do this, and it will be fine. Required reading. Yeah. So we get Nurse Hansucker, and she is on a mission this episode. There's no Vaseline in her hands, just thermometers and a vendetta to stop anyone who is sick from being in these halls. Which I respect. Nurse Hansucker was holding it down and was the responsible adult of the episode. And I respect that. I appreciate that. Yeah, and she's searching for Cookie, which she didn't really look that hard. He's just down the hall. Right. Still see his face, and you can imagine, since he's running away from you, he's probably sick. Right, and there's only, like, two black kids, three black kids at this school. They can't be hard to find in a crowd. Yeah, and we're still not convinced that this is only a one-hallway school, since we really only see (laughs) one hallway. (laughs) Right. You can probably there are just... lockers at the end of the universe. Yeah, that's true. There's there's that one hallway, and then the <laughs> all the way on the other side of the universe. Yeah, and she's going to get Cookie eventually. Uh, he's going to have some tricks up his sleeve. But for now, she is searching for him. And we get some tips. We get, uh, if you miss class, get one of your classmates to take notes for you. And the other one is to... Just one up that. Just have them videotape it. Which, you know, next level, I feel like now, like with COVID, teachers are going to be like, no, no, you're sick. Zoom in. Yeah. We, you can't escape. You, you don't get to have a nice day relaxing when you're sick. Listen in, put in some AirPods and just uh, listen to the class happening around you. I will say there was one time that I got sick and kind, sweet Brady Baldwin brought me my homework this was like in elementary school and like Brady Baldwin's mom is a crafty woman like Martha Stewart ain't got nothing on her and it was like in October so they like brought me my homework but then he also like his mom brought me a pencil and she made it with a little pumpkin topper so it had a little orange pom-pom and she cut out a little like jack-o'-lantern eyes and a little jack-o'-lantern face So I had this like cute Halloween homework delivery. Brady did not take notes for me though, but mm. we were like seven and probably didn't take notes yet. Well, at least you got the pumpkin thing though. Uh, yeah, no, it was it made an impression. Nice touch, my, Mr. Baldwin. If that was my school, they would have took that and been like, ah, we can sell this for two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day we could afford more water bottles. Then we won't have our pandemic on our hands. (laughs) Uh, What if this causes, what if the fact that that school still uses the six water bottles (laughs) caused all this? This is. I need you to go investigate and make sure that there's more water bottles now. Like, I'm sure there are post COVID, but what were they doing in 2019? Should I just like leave them some water bottles and say, listen, I bought these for five bucks. You can have them. (laughs) Like, they're not that expensive, guys. (laughs) we had extras yeah so we get ned gloved up he is running throughout these halls trying to protect himself mose on the other hand is embracing everyone like we said one of the other things i forgot to mention and it's it's weird going in from last week where in crushes we see her actively avoiding coconut head in this episode she she kisses him hard on the mouth dips him in everything doesn't no consent there. Moe just took Mm-mm. the moment and just kissed him. He seems like he was, was okay with it, but still, Moe's will just randomly kiss sick people. Yeah, we don't stand. Yeah, that really troubling behavior. She might not be like the top main person this week. Yeah, I mean, she, <sighs> they all made some rough choices, but yeah, I don't think Moe's is up there for me. Yeah, at least with Ned. I feel like Ned might be the best, but his intentions are bad. It's like, he wants to do it just because he wants to see Matt. 
but he is being good about like wanting to stay in school i guess yeah he's trying kind of yeah it's better than most no more kissing coconut head unless you have feelings for coconut head right okay and unless you have coconut head's consent yeah. coconut head wants to kiss you y'all need to chat about that first do you think their couple name would be moco nut head I like Moco Nut. Like, I think that's kind of cute. Yeah. Maybe we'll ship. Maybe we'll see if there's more moments with Moco Head or Moco Nut. Moco. Well, they could just be like Moco for short. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Crisp. Yes. We get Lisa bonding with Cookie because for once, he like knows what it's like to be Lisa. They, they are both being sick, uh, sick children. And Lisa is the champ here. Like, Lisa, once again, showed up and showed out. She, as someone who's got, you know, some nasal issues, she's familiar with the world of being sick. Yeah, and we see, like, she really saves Cookie's butt with her many tips. She probably had the best tips of the episode of all the ways to pretend you aren't sick. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. Screw Ned. We needed Lisa's declassified survival guide. We need everyone's declassified other than Ned's most of the time. <laughs> like, do the opposite of Ned is usually the right answer. Right. Yeah. And she even had her little kit of, like, medical supplies. She was ready. She's, she's prepared. She should, should probably be a doctor now. I would imagine that would be her future. Oh, yeah. I could totally see Lisa being a doctor. Or maybe a pharmacy. I guess you know, like it's a big jump down, but maybe she just like works at a pharmacy. Uh, a jump down pharmacists make good money. Do they? I guess I think. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I was almost a pharmacist. Oh. And by almost, I mean I was pre-farm in college for a month, and then I went to my first advising appointment, and I cried, and she said, "Maybe you don't want to do this." That's further than I made it. <laughs> our, our poor pharmacy careers. Yeah. Well, once again, if you just told them about your, your great antibodies, they were like, <laughs> we need you in here instantly. <laughs> you need to be the pharmacy, not the pharmacist. <laughs> yes. Uh, what your life could have been. Missed opportunities. Yeah. And speaking of missed opportunities... We see Gordy trying to miss everyone. He's trying to miss all those opportunities. (laughs) By hiding in that closet, his his janitor closet, and duct taping. I don't think duct tape is going to keep people out, but... uh, No. No, he's trying. Yeah, and he puts Ned in this giant bubble. This wasn't even like a cushiony bubble. It did not... It's not one of those like nice ones that you can like throw yourself against things and it's like padded. There was no padding in this bubble. Oh, you mean like the bubble soccer bubbles? Yeah, like it was just plastic. There was no, you know, I don't know. I feel like that would have been like destroyed the minute he ran into someone. I I like his little hamster wheel bubble. I think I would feel safer in the hamster wheel bubble for trying to avoid getting sick than the like bubble soccer bubbles. Yeah, I guess you're right. But the bubble soccer bubbles would be more fun. <laughs> He's just like barreling down the hall, knocking yeah. people at work. What if he got just two giant bubble fists and he just like <laughs> bopped a bunch of people to get out of the way? Get out, get out of here, sick people. Just rock them, sock them robots, the yeah. bubble version. <laughs> you only got six water bottles? No thanks. And you bow. <laughs> <a water bottle. laughs> yeah, but this is not what Ned does. Ned stays in his bubble, but he's having a great day, I will say. But then he gets stuck in some sunlight in between two desks, and no one saves him. But he also is not working incredibly hard at saving himself. (laughs) In the beginning, he's like, oh, no, however shall I get out? Maybe if I just touch the bubble, it will move. Yeah, it it didn't really make sense. And uh, he eventually gets out, but of course we needed him to be in the sun because... He needed to run into Nurse Hunsucker, who did say she was going to check on him later because his, his temp wasn't it wasn't a fever, but it was real close. And unfortunately, he gets sent home because he uh, he had a fever of a 101, I think, or 102. 
100.6. But it was a scam because she took the temperature of the bubble. I was thinking that too. That does not define what his temperature is going to be. That just means it's hot in the bubble. Yeah, I'm honestly questioning her nursing ability now. Same. It's this one, and she doesn't catch Cookie because Lisa, like you said, took her medical supplies, made his head cold, knew what ear she checks, gets everything perfect. So when the nurse checks on Cookie, he is a-okay to go to Matt Hoffman in uh, Mr. Monroe's class. Which, like, maybe, Nurse Hunsucker, you should switch the ears up from time to time. Keep the kids on their toe. Exactly. Exactly. Because kids are smart. They're going to think of everything to try to get out of uh, whatever they possibly could want to uh, get out of, you know? And that leads us to the end. Cookie gets to meet Matt. He gets to do his fun dummy montage. Uh, he sneezes mid-bike mid ride. And unfortunately, him and Matt go flying off in crazy shenanigan ways. And then Matt gets sick, too. Yep. Yeah. He should have probably, Monroe should have probably canceled, you would imagine. If all the kids were getting sick. Right. Reschedule. If it was that easy for you to get Matt Hoffman, get him again. Yep. And Mose gives her a speech and does great because there's no one in the class. So she didn't really public speak. She just talked to uh, <laughs> Mr. Wright. But I would feel played if I were her because then she did all of those gross things for nothing. I know. But that's on her. It isn't for nothing. It's a lesson because don't do gross things. Okay. I appreciate that. That's tip three. Don't do gross things or gross things will happen to you. Damn. Look at this is our most tip packed episode uh, yet. They ain't ready for us. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's the end of the episode. And then I do have a tip. Uh, one more sick day tip. Okay. A real sick day tip. Lay it yes. on us. Oh, our other three were already. Great sick day tips. This is just like the cherry <laughs> on top. It's a little bonus. Yeah, <laughs> some bonus action here. Uh, what I would say in the real life, if you are going to work and you happen to be sick, my my first real tip is be honest with your workers. Don't go to, they do not want you there. Your employers do not want you to possibly get a bunch of other people sick if you are sick. All these students should never have shown up if they had any flu symptoms. I know that's right. So, Stay at home. Yeah, just they don't care. They lose more money by having you come to work, getting everyone else sick than they would from you taking a day off and drinking orange juice and eating chicken noodle soup than they would for you coming in and being all sneezy and stuff and getting, nobody wants that. Yeah, gross. My bonus, bonus sick day tip. I have two sick Starbucks drinks because I don't, I don't come to work sick, sick, but I may have come to work a little tickle. <laughs> a little tickle in the throat. Um, so if you're looking for a hot drink, a Starbucks medicine ball, life-changing. Life-changing. Oh, do it. Get it. It's delicious. It's like a combination of some various teas. My mom used to just drink them for fun. Like, she was addicted to them at one point. <laughs> I drink them for fun as well. Yeah, I discovered them in college, and uh, medicine balls are, like, uh, so great when you're sick. But I, I do like it. It's got some lemonade in there, and like, yummy, yummy. Yeah, you got your steamed lemonade. If you're feeling fancy, you can get a pump of peppermint, and it, you know, opens up your sinuses. There's healing power in that tea. Um, my cold sick drink option from Starbucks a passion tea lemonade with a raspberry emergency in it. Like you just dump the packet of emergency in the passion tea lemonade. You're set. Does emergency work? I don't know. Probably not. Is it a placebo effect? Probably. But does it work? Yes. I think every, everything might be placebo effects, honestly. Listen, I don't mind a placebo as long as it works. I was going to say, it, you listen, as long as I feel better, give me as many sugar tablets as you can can muster right they're like mm, a thousand milligrams of vitamin c won't actually do anything cool give me a thousand and one i can trick myself into thinking it will yeah no i agree those are good tips then we go into spelling bees yes we are going over to the spelling bee which i felt like was a weird episode to have early on because it's so specific <laughs> 
it is kind of a, a niche episode, but I support it. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Listen, we get to see the school come together to bully three students. <laughs> the killer bees. Who are bullying other people. So does do bullying a bully, is that okay? I think if you were defending yourself against an attack, that's appropriate. Yeah, I will say they weren't like calling them names. Like the killer bees were coming up to Cookie and like really mocking him. They, they were way more aggressive. With- yeah. I wouldn't even say they were bullying the killer bees. They were just actively rooting for the killer bees to fail. Yeah, they, they just really wanted to see <laughs> You uh, just wanted to see their demise. Yeah, I mean, this is the one thing they have. They literally wear their own matching themed outfits all year long for this one event, and you all want to see them lose that one thing that they, like, see as their personality. <laughs> right. Talk about commitment to the bit, though, with these, like, sweatsuits. Yeah, are they related too, or are they all like like? In my thought, they're like brothers and sisters that all are like trained to be these killer bees, or are they all just individuals that found a love for spelling together? Unclear, unclear. Like they all have similar like skin tones and some similar features, but you know, maybe they are just a collection of people that have a shared love of spelling. Yeah. You could be right. And we get their backstory quickly with basically Cookie was supposed to win last year. One of the killer bees went down with the word, but Cookie panicked and couldn't spell the word easy. Easy. That's an easy, that's an easy one, Cookie. <laughs> that's like Ned's words over here. <laughs> Ned getting rat and cow. <laughs> Toy. Wow. I loved it. And Cookie is, is pumped for this year. He is, uh, is going to be the Sultan of Spell, the Wizard of Wood, words is what he said. I like his fun titles. I will never be the Sultan of Spell, but I'm into the idea. Yeah, it, it's a fun one. I feel like I would be a wizard more than a Sultan. Oh, yeah. No, I see that for you. It's very, like, D&D-esque. Yeah. But I'd be, like, the creepy wizard that, like, maybe stayed <laughs> out in the sun too long. Why are you a creepy wizard? I feel like I'd be the wizard where it's like I have spells but like they aren't necessarily useful for whatever you need to do and like maybe I sell like sundials on the side. So we've gone from juicy lip tea to sundial selling wizard. Well that's how I get them in with the juicy lips. That's how you get your customers in. (laughs) And then you sell them those sundials. See you always got the business plan. You're really the brains of the operation Tommy. I've been trained from a young age. My school, that was their whole purpose. (laughs) Everything can be a scheme. Everything can be a way to make money. Even cutting budgets for water bottles. Listen, it's better all the kids get handfoot mouth at the same time. That way we can just like, you know, mitigate how many students are in classrooms. I think they did it on purpose. I'm wondering if it was all a scheme to get us all together. All a ruse. But did your fancy water bottle with school have spelling bees? I think we had one in elementary school. Like, I definitely Mm. remember doing it and failing. I remember not being good at it. I got, like, kind of far. So I went to, so we had to, like, beat our class. And then you could go to the school spelling bee. I beat, I, like, won the class one or, like, enough at least to participate in the school-wide spelling bee. And I got pretty far-ish, but then I lost on a tiebreaker word. You want to know what my tiebreaker word was? Was it toy or cow? <sighs> Embarrassment. Oh, no. They were just doing it to, to make fun of you poor kids. Right. Why was I being tortured? They wanted someone to lose in that word, too, just so they could have, like, the funny bit moment. Betsy. I've never forgotten you beating me on the word embarrassment. Should we re-challenge Betsy to a to a declassified <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Betsy McLean, if you're listening to this, it's on. We'll train you up. I'll be like the, the coach that Rocky has, and I'll make you punch frozen meats yeah. while you And I think words. uh who else is up there? Miriam. I don't remember your last name, but if your name is Miriam and you were a horse girl in elementary school. Let's fight. Did she have a t-shirt that said, I love horses on it? She did not have? 
one that specific i'm pretty sure she had horse t-shirts but she had little horse figurines she was really into these like uh it was a horse book series for children at the time i need to know more about horse girl do you think she is in uh, a horse farmer now is that what they're called horse trainer so we have multiple horse girls with that i went to school with one of them her name was zoe zoe became like a, a horse veterinarian oh. so she just like fully committed to the horse girl bit and is now a a horse woman so to speak we should get her a t-shirt that says i love horses we should zoe if you were listening to this and you were a, a horse girl in fairfield california we got you send us your address perfect so we kind of get set up with why everyone is caring so much about this spelling bee. This is the seventh grade spelling bee. And yes. this means that if you get out first, you have to help with the spelling bee. And you have to sit next to Mr. Gross. Which seems like one, a scam, and two, yet another way the adults after school try and shirk their job responsibilities. Yeah, and also... Was Mr. Gross gross because his last name was Mr. Gross? Like, that's a that's your birth name. You don't have to live in that. You know, if I'm named Mr. Hair, I don't have to have long hair all the time. Or do you? But I, is his name actually Mr. Gross? Is that some harmful nickname that they've come up with for him? Maybe. I'd like to believe it's his name because it's going to be even more sad if they just all, like, call him that. Yeah, you're right. I hope your name is Mr. Gross. Is my late name, maybe my last name is Mr. Juicyless. That's it. Tommy Love right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for those that don't know, my mom's maiden name is Love, and I always regret that I didn't get the name because I would be Tommy Love. I would have got a doctorate because of that reason. So it's because my mom didn't give me her maiden name that I'm not a doctor now. Yep. That's the explanation. Yeah. And so everyone is trying to avoid this. Ned and Moe's are like, ah, you know, what are the chances we'll be first? Well, they're first and second. You know, right away, Ned is first up. Moe's will be second up. And it's looking like maybe potentially one of them could be sitting next to Mr. Gross. Right. But I liked Ned's initial, like, thought process and outlook of, like, okay, they're going to start us off easy. Yeah. We probably won't be the first to go. I honestly think that is the move usually. I, I really don't think they put a hard word as the first word ever. Yeah, you know, they throw you a, a nice slow pitch. Yeah, especially if it's like like the spelling bees they put on the, the TV that you can watch. Like, they don't want to start their broadcast with someone going home. That's just upsetting. Right, like you've worked this hard to get to the national spelling bee and then you get booted immediately? No, nah, let, them, let them spell a couple words. Yeah, this is, a, at the end of the day, this is entertainment, you know? Let's get our money's worth. I don't want to see a kid go home right away. Right. I want to see them get their hopes up first. And then get <laughs> I'm the one guy in the back with my popcorn clapping when they get the words wrong. <laughs> Just being very aggressive. <laughs> Maybe cry a little bit. <laughs> Just yelling at them. So we get, they're all seated and ready to go for the spelling bee. Ned steps up to the mic, and the first word is cat. Yeah. He was shocked. I was shocked, and he gets it right. It would have been really embarrassing if you get out first and you get the word cat. I feel like I would have overthought it and been like, okay, the first word can't possibly be cat. I must be thinking, it's got to be wrong. Yeah, like maybe, it would be, or like a weird spelling, like a K H A T. Or like a C-A-T-T. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he gets it right. And so now Moses is feeling better about herself. She's like, you know, I got this. This will be completely fine. I don't even know how to spell the word she got. She got a really tough word. Yeah, I don't know what that word is. I don't know what that word means. Yeah, and now she's sitting next to Mr. Gross because she's out. And now her mission is to get Mr. Gross as clean as possible by forcing Gordy to clean him <laughs> which like i saw the vision but some of these approaches and tactics were wacky 
I like the mouthwash guns. Those are my favorite, the little water guns that he turned into mouthwash guns. Okay, I like the thought process. I especially like the whole scheme of Moe's knocking over the trophy so that he would say ow and open his mouth. But could you imagine getting Listerine to the eye via a water gun? Yeah, and not yell at Gordy afterwards. Like I would have like been like, all right, can we hold up on the spelling bee? Gordy, why are you chasing me with like these cleaning supplies? Like it, they weren't being subtle. No, he fully mops this man's body. Yeah, and that I had an issue with because like he's just still gonna smell. He's just gonna smell like wet, whatever he was. And smelling. like not just wet, but mop water. Yeah, was there a lot of soap in there? I don't think so. I I didn't see a lick of soap. But it reminded me, so my stepdad at one point, he was, I got in trouble because he wanted me to mop the floors, but I was like really young. Like I was like seven or eight. And I was like, I don't know how to mop the floor. And he was like, it's just like taking a shower. And I was like, what do you mean? It's just like taking a shower. And he's like, you, it's a shower. You know, you, you wash your body, you wash the floor. To this day, I do not think <laughs> that that is how that works but in his mind they're the same thing so I, I think maybe my stepdad and Gordy really have the same train of thought there they're like in the same tree maybe but like there's certain things you have to do differently with your body <laughs> right <laughs> right there's crevices like it's a three-dimensional shape also when you're yeah. mopping you kind of need to like start in one place and end in another specific place yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that. wasn't wasn't a great look for for Gordy and his cleaning abilities. But I've I've always questioned his cleaning abilities from the beginning. Same, same. Um, someone that is is pretty confident about his abilities. That's Cookie because the school, uh, as as we saw, the school pumped him up, made him feel good. They practiced. Ned gave some tips that were like practice to get confident. Uh, imagine people in their underwear and prepare for distractions so cookie is ready and he is going through these rounds and i loved his little like study montage it reminded me of uh the legally blonde lsat studying montage yeah i liked it too look this is a good episode for cookie i was kind of rooting for him i was like you know what i do want to see cookie succeed and we see it get down we see many of our our favorites go home we see two of the killer bees get eliminated and it gets down yeah, I mean, it gets down to Ned and one killer bee and Cookie. And, oh, I, we didn't touch on this. There was a part where the killer bees made a really confusing metaphor where they were like, if one of us, if, if, if uh, one of us wins, we all win. And then Cookie and Ned were like, okay, so like if one of you loses, you all lose then. And the killer bees were like, no, that's not how it works. Like it's, it, it's if one of us wins, we all win. But if one of us loses, then like there's still many of us. And I'm like, Killer bees. No, no, I'm with the killer bees on this one. I am with the killer bees on this one. You are? See, I I feel like you have to, it has to go both ways. If you all win, then you all win if one of you wins. But No, no, like if one of us, because like if the logic is if one of us wins, then we all win, then inherently with that, some of us had to lose yeah. for one of us to win. Like, you know, it was like in uh, the game that shall not be named that we played like if you won i would have felt like that was a win for us yes i agree with that logic you're right all right fine i won't harp on the killer bees for this you've committed but they do suck yeah (laughs) good glad we can agree with that uh and we're seeing that ned is crushing it he gets the words we've said before cat toy cow he's he's really eating up and it's going to his head he is he's like guys maybe i'll win this not i'll be the one that wins this for everyone let me hold it down which again ned share sometimes why do you have to be the one that saves the day right especially because cookie studied so hard for this like let him have his moment yeah and and we see that ned's not gonna get a chance ned gets a word and it's a very hard word and he doesn't even try he just walks off which hey ned that would have been me as well yeah no i i would not try to fake spell a word if i really didn't know what the word was I will politely bow out. I will be like, no, thank you. I am done. This has been fun. I'll I'll take Wait. my I'll take my L, you know. And did my best. Yes. And and we get the killer bee 
gets a word wrong. So all Cookie has to do is spell his word right, and his word is victorious, which is what the killer bees have been mocking him with this entire time. Mm-hmm. And he panics. He's sweating again. Honestly, at this point, I think we have to count the episodes that he's not sweating in. Yeah, like, he's just a, he's a, a juicy boy. Do you think they just bought a hose and they were like, man, we really got to get our money's worth from this hose? They must have done something. But also, like, this is a weird detail to notice. His, like, sweat tendrils are kind of thick. Yeah. Like, they don't just, like, fall immediately off like water. They're not, like, thin droplets that just run down and leave a streak. Like, it's a whole stream going on. Yeah, I'm concerned for Cookie. It's, it's not healthy. Not healthy, but also I'm like, how did they do? Maybe he had experimental shots when he was a baby too. Now he's a super sweater. You really got the best one. I got juicy looks, and Cookie got <laughs> super sweating. I think our next goal should be to convince him to come on the podcast and explain all of his sweat. I would love, like, we get him on. It's this big thing. We only ask him questions about. <laughs> that's all we want to know yeah we're good thank you cookie you can leave now (laughs) and and to finish off the episode we see that cookie is choking just like he did last year and ned has the idea that if he can't imagine us in our underpants we are going to instead get in our underpants and all the boys rip off their pants and cookie is able to spell this word and he he wins which is an interesting resolution like, I don't know if, again, any adults in this scenario are like, ooh, maybe all of the young men at our school should not be dropping their pants collectively. Yeah, I, I don't think it's the right move. It's a weird lesson here. A very weird lesson. Like, I, I wouldn't do that for my friend. If he, let's say my friend had a public speaking issue and... I just am in the auditorium. I'm not going to rip my pants off. I'm sorry, bud. You're going to fail. You're going to be sad and up there, but I, I just don't think I could do it. I would probably go to get detention, lunch detention with the principal for a whole week. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you get the uh, Friday night school and you get to make ceramics like I did. No, no, no. I'm going to go uh, give, uh, go help. You're going to tutor orphans and read to the blind. <laughs> I love that they had to be orphans. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to go tutoring. It was like, I have to tutor orphans. <laughs> I just want to know what, like, location she thought that her parents were going to believe that we were. Like, why are the orphans and the blind in one location? Yeah. Like, are, the or- are these blind orphans? Oh, maybe. Or maybe some of them are blind. So she's reading to some of the blind orphans but then the other orphans she's just tutoring them yeah i think that's it you know i'll I'll go with that maybe i'll try that lie in the future when i'm trying to get out of work and see how it goes for me so yeah that's the episode uh cookie got his win and mr gross now smells minty fresh and that's kind of how it's just kind of abruptly ends after that it's like yeah we did it okay bye guys yeah i and it was interesting because i'm used to like a one final tip they were just like, all right, we out. Just win. I guess that's the final tip. <laughs> that's the tip. Just win. Yeah. Well, do you have a final tip for us about this episode? I do. But before we get there, I feel like you should go through a spelling bee of your own. I want to test the spelling knowledge of this uh, so-called school yes, you went to. Okay. In the spirit of Ned, uh, we'll start with a, a fairly easy one. So your first word is blender. Can I hear it in this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, blender, B-L-E-N-D-E-R. Excellent. Level two. Okay. Your word is eczema. Ooh, I might lose on, <laughs> on word two. We'll, we'll give you some extra lives. Eczema. So let me think it through. I'm like, obviously I'm thinking E right off the back because it kind of sounds like egg, eggs, eggs and mud. Yes. But then I feel like it's a trick and it's like an A, A1. Like it's like a, like an AX and it's like a, I don't know. 
I'm going to go with that. That's what I think it is. So I'm going to go with <laughs> A-X-E-M-A. Uh, oh, no. E-C-Z-E-M-A. Oh, I can picture it in my head now. Yeah. Your next word is chrysanthemum. Man, these are hard, guys. I should have stayed on level. Can I go back to level <laughs> one? Uh, say one more time. Chrysanthemum. Yeah, no idea. Chrysanthemum. Let me try this. Cra. So C R A. Chrysanthemum. C R A C A N A M A. It's wrong. You can do this. <laughs> that is indeed <laughs> incorrect. I never was a good speller. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit next to Mr. Gross. Uh well you didn't mess up the first one, so you That's you survive. Um chrysanthemum is a word that's difficult for me to spell slowly because I had to learn how to spell it quickly for my sorority because it's a part of our history. Mm. So I'm used to spelling it at light speed. What's what's the the spelling? <laughs> So, like, when we have to do it, when we're spitting history, oh, gosh, what's the whole piece? It's irrelevant part of the first sentence. Chrysanthemum. C-H-R-Y-S-A-N-T-H-E-M-U-M. Chrysanthemum. Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Yeah, so <laughs> slower. C-H-R-Y-S-A-N-T-H-E-M-U-M. Chrysanthemum. Wow. The spelling legend right here. But your last word will give you an okay. easy one. Tip. T I P. A. You did it. You know, ended on a on a Ned level word, <laughs> and I'll give you my tip. So, if you get nervous in front of crowds, picturing people in their underwear is terrible freaking advice and weird. Like if I was in the audience, I would hate the thought that like ah, the presenter is currently picturing in me me in my underwear. Like. Mm. Let's not do that. That sounds like creepy wizard behavior. Instead, a couple things that you can do to calm any nerves you have. I like to have a playlist to either hype me up or calm me down before I do stressful things. And if looking people in the eye is stressful in the moment, just glance above the top of their heads. You don't have to make eye contact as people are just staring at you trying to spell victorious. Look somewhere else. I like that tip. I do that tip sometimes when I'm talking to people because like sometimes too much eye contact gets weird it's a lot yeah where it's like just look lightly ahead they can't really tell unless you're moving your eye around like if you're moving your eyes around you can tell but if I just stay focused on the one part not gonna notice that it's not exactly exactly I, I agree and I honestly think it doesn't work because if I'm picturing everyone in their underwear uh I'm gonna be distracted I'm not even focused on my speech at this point Dude, that's so distracting, so bizarre. Like, what if someone that you have have the hots for is in their underwear? Yeah, I agree. So, listen to Jalen's tip. That's the right tip. Period. And a sentence. Do you have a character of the episode? Yes, it's very random, I know, but I appreciate this man so much. The guy that took the photo at the end of the episode, <laughs> he was like dressed in his little like page boy hat. He looked like a little newsy and had his old timey camera and it just made me so happy. I believe he comes back. I think he's like a recurring photo guy. I love him so much. Okay, that was not where I thought you would go. But I love it. <laughs> I'm between two, and I think I have to go with, we didn't see much of her, but I have to go with Lisa. She really came in clutch there. She did hold it, hold it down. Lisa continues to prove week after week that she's the type of girl you want in your corner. Yeah, I don't know if it's like problematic that like she's really like letting the school get sick just because she loves Cookie. But I'm going to go on the side of, I think it's really cool that she just knew what to do. It was kind of terrifying how ready she was for this. She was super ready. She's a ride or die friend. Yep. Lisa deserves better. Yeah. And with that, I think 
that is our episode as well. Yes. Let's give our thank yous. Thank you, Mr. Jason Chadwick, for uh, the beautiful logo that everyone sees when they listen to it on, on their listening devices. And Mr. Aaron Robinson on his beautiful interlude to this podcast that you hear every week. This episode is not sponsored by Chapstick because that makes your lips dry. It is sponsored by experimental shots <laughs> to babies. Yeah. Everyone go get one, but only when you're a baby. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. But you can get a vaccine. So get vaccinated, stay safe, and continue to think about how you can reduce your sick days. Yep. And as you are getting vaccinated, maybe uh, listen to the podcast, share it with your vaccinator. Be like, oh, I'm listening to this podcast. Do you want to listen to? Also, give it five stars in a review. That'd be nice. Exactly. Rate us even if you hate us. But if you hate us, why? We're so fun. Yeah. Then we have questions. Then send the review so that we can then have a a dialogue, have a conversation about why you don't like us. Exactly. Uh, And and if you do like us, listen to me more uh, on another podcast I do called Stark Wars. You can also listen to Jalen. She was a guest Mm -hmm. talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And we had a great time. And yeah, check us out on, you know, the same devices, the same platforms you're listening to us on this. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. And with that, guys, remember, together, we can survive the world. Yes.